You are now tuned in to the WRBZR in the CNC podcast. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today, it's episode four. This one's going to be a little bit harder to digest. Or maybe not. It just depends on how your perspective is. <coughs> so pretty much I've, I've been taking a hiatus from this podcast and stuff. But I still had episodes already recorded. I just I had to do some other things. and Music videos and commercials and do some other visual stuff. And I didn't really considered the time I'd be taking on to be doing these projects instead of me actually getting back to editing my own projects and stuff like that. But this is episode four. This is the CNC podcast. This your host. Why not Derek? AKA Derek Alston. AKA we finna get it done. So a couple weeks ago I did a video on how to do um how to make NFTs. Some people gravitate toward it a lot but the main thing that i got out of it is that a lot of people wanted nfts now this is my thing if you want an nft from me it's gonna cost you right now think about how much money an nft costs think about how much money i'm asking you know and it also depends on what i'm doing right so a lot of the times the people don't want to pay for it because they don't know if they can actually get the sale back. But if you really look at it, it's a collectible item. And it's a collectible item that only you have. Even if you don't want to sell it, it's priceless. So trying to get a price for it sometimes is just a loss for you. If you don't look at it like that, right? So boom. That's what I've been doing. You know what I mean? In in between all the commercials and little bit of things I've been doing for other people, right? But it's also conditioning me to be able to be like get better with the camera because I'm usually just keeping you know keep the camera stationary and uh, do my re- recording podcast and shit. <coughs> but it ain't even about the NFTs, honestly. Re- really, what this episode was about, or I was trying to make it about, was um the fact that a lot of the times. We keep things programmed in us, right? And a lot of people say that we're in the matrix, right? Which means usually you are not yourself or you don't know who you are. You only know what you're being shown and exposed, right? So by me saying that, a lot of the times, if you really think about it, a lot of people are in the matrix. A lot of people don't know what their purpose is. And I'm not expecting that from everybody, but I'm also looking at it like this. After you spent so much time doing something over and over and over again, you got to look, is this your purpose or is this just your daily get by or your long-term goal for the, or your short-term goal for the long-term goal? You know, it's the same thing like the nine to five, you know, when <coughs> you're hearing a rapper tell you that getting a nine to five is, is whack, you know, and you'll hear a lot of people say that and I'll probably even say that, but the realistic part of it is if you have responsibilities and you have things like that, then go do that. You know what I mean? Because you don't have enough room in your life to make the sacrifices or the 
mistakes or failures. And a lot of the times, you people who actually are entrepreneurs and stuff like that, they do have the time, but it also depends on a lot of variables. You know what I mean? If you don't have a lot of money collected up or you don't have somebody supporting you within the relationship or whatever the cause is, probably just go get nine to five. You know, it's probably just going to be easier and the struggle will probably be prevented by just doing that. You know what I mean? And there's, there's nothing wrong with that, but that's just part of the conditional shit that we never really get past. We never really get past all these things that they tell us, you know, they tell us the American dream and, and we get stuck on that. And then we work our whole life to achieve that, which is literally oppression, literally oppression is systematic oppression. They tell you that this, they tell you, you know, go to school. When you go to school, graduate, you know, find something you want to do, you know, get in that field, study that field, master that, get a little degree from that. Then go get that job, right? Now, here's the underlying shit that a lot of the times they don't tell us about all this American dream shit, right? Boom. Now, once you do that, first they don't tell you that you're going to be paying pretty much the rest of your life in debt and the job won't honestly the job won't honestly pay off the debt until you're well, the tired or old, right? So you go to college, you get a degree. Most of the time, the, the, the field that you want to work won't really accept you or hire you without any experience. So you got to usually do something lower in that field just to be able to have experience in that field, period. You know what I mean? Then for you to be able to acquire enough experience for them to possibly look at you as a potential, you know what I mean, candidate. Then they have to hit you with minimums because you've worked in this field that pertains to this, but you haven't worked this exact thing that you worked. Let's say you wanted to be a scientist. You might need to be a whole bunch of other things in the field of science and stuff like that first in order for you to be able to even think that you would be able to just be a scientist. You know what I mean? The practice, the, the studying, the experiment, and the just the work that goes into it, right? Okay, it's just like anything else, a social worker, whatever you want to choose. So then you get the job, right? And this is all part of the American dream. You know, you, you go to school, get good grades, do all these things, then you know, the whole, the equal sign of it all is the, you know, live out the American dream. Be happy and have all these things established and nothing else should really matter, which is kind of, it, it traps you. It's just like marriage, you know what I mean? I, I don't, I'm not saying I don't believe in it, but I'm just saying to think that this is the last stage, is the stage or this is the last chapter, that, it's, it's leaving no room for more. There's If you want more out of life, they say you, you go get more, you do more out of life. Well, if they say this is the top priority and this is the last of the last and the final and you know and this is the American dream, guess what that really does? It just suppresses you more. It suppresses you more into the shit that you think is going to make you. You think is going to make you. You think is going to keep you. And to me, it's just wild because it's like, okay, get out of school, get married, buy a house, have children, work, travel, do all these other things, and life's going to be happy. No one, no one's talking about the underlying things that could happen between all of that. You know, you lose a job, the marriage isn't going great, you know, the problems in the house, or 
whatever things that happen, like pandemics, they like they don't underline that shit. And the thing is, we get so conditionally programmed into it. You, you'll be 14, 15 years old saying that you want these things out of life without even knowing what you really want. So then what is your purpose? If your purpose was to live the out your life to get to the American dream or live your life as the American dream, that's what they told you. And that's only a five-segment thing. Like I just said, go to school, graduate, get the get the degree, and then get the um, get the job in the field. Then once you get the job in the field, get married, have children, live off your life. That's five principles that they tell us that we need to do. And then anything else underlining it that's good or bad, they don't speak about that. But that's things we should just know, right? <coughs> Well, the crazy thing is common sense isn't common. So when you tell somebody that the American dream is a system that will oppress you, they they will literally tell you no. And they will tell you that that's what their father did. And that's what their father's father did. And it's just more reason to show why and why and why it's just in a, a circle, an oppression circle. Every single the cycle just keeps going around. You're going to teach your kids that. Your kids are going to teach their kids that. The change has to come within somebody being, and I don't even want to say defiant, but not scared of asking the question or not scared of doing it this way or not scared of investing in something that might not Im- that might not give a great return, but it's the experience that we're really out for. That's the whole American dream is the experience. And it's like if that's the road you want to go on, how many times are you going to get to experience that the way they say it, the way they make it? You know what I mean? No, it doesn't work like that. When you come from uh, a different space in a different culture, in a different environment, in a different, you become a different product. It's crazy. It's so crazy that when you think of cops and, and how it's filmed and the show, I mean, obviously, you just look and they drive in, you know, these hood areas and they're usually looking for things. From what kind of people? Exactly, minorities. It's all over. All of these shows are implementing the same impression through different channels, through different avenues, and they, no one notices it. You know, you look at the social dilemma. The movie's explaining all of these things about social media and how people are just lured in and advertisement and marketing and how to monetize. And then you sit back and you realize that as much as they're doing all of this and capitalizing and making trillions, guess what we're doing? Feeding into it. We become the product. We're not the consumer anymore. We become the product. And then they know how to market the product. And then we get marketed just like Facebook. They could take your picture, do something with it, and guess what? The minute you upload it and didn't read the underlining shit that was in the contract or in the setting or in the terms and conditions for Facebook, guess what? They'll take your shit. Any information you put on there, they could use it. They could use your picture for an ad on their Facebook campaign or or whatever it is. And guess what you can do about it? Nothing. Why? Because you signed up for it. It's the same reason why people put all their business on there as if the internet is real life. It's a form of entertainment. It's a, it's a portal or whatever you make it, and it's way vast. It's way more vast than we could ever fathom. Everything's in front of us. The algorithm is here. A lot of it's behind things. You ever see these bots and all these weird people that just view your shit and you're just like, who the fuck is this? You think that's a person or you think that's some other source? 
regardless of the fact it doesn't it doesn't capture our attention because we we're not thinking about it as being a sign for something. We're thinking that it is just a form of entertainment, and sometimes we don't know how to differentiate that shit. But it comes all back to to the cultural shit because not a lot of us were were, were having cell phones and technology and all this kind of shit. It even goes back to our understanding, like. Like, I had a conversation with this individual, and we were just talking about life, and, and, you know, he was, you know, talking about how he had to become a dad at a a time in his life that he wasn't ready, and I was explaining to him, like, you can't always choose when and and why, and and usually you barely get to choose where, at what point, you know? And I was telling him, like, yo, like, when we were young, Certain things that we did weren't looked at as like, like they weren't they weren't implementing practicing safe sex or proper sex or just the right kind of they, they weren't doing that you know what I mean and and as we didn't see that our role models weren't showing us that like our role models were showing that they had multiple women cheating doing these kind of things and guess what that did in our life we became a product of that. And a lot of it is 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 trauma, and, and it's circumstantial because that's just the environment and the things that, you know, I mean, we go through. Even when you think about just life, you look at life and look at the, the top points of life, and you're like, yo, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a, a scientist. I want to be a lawyer. But you don't see these things around. You don't see these kind of people around, especially in the hood. <laughs> you see more cops and you see more drug dealers than you see lawyers or or people that of that stature you see regular nine to five people but you're not even so invested in understanding what the nine to five is because they're trying to do what live the american dream i mean make ends meet you know be happy keep a roof over their head the same conditional shit the same matrix yeah the matrix that's literally what it is and it sucks because a lot of the times you don't even realize that you're caught in it but then it's like the cultural shit that even brings you deeper into the matrix because of the trauma, because of the shit you endured, because of the shit that you think you're going to endure, and then the way you think, and then the mindset that you carry, and then the perception that you give off, and then the energy you give off, and then you're like, everyone does me dirty, or everyone's, and a lot of times, it's just you, it'd be you, a lot of the times, we need to fix ourselves, we don't need other people to fix us, we don't always need that, same reason why they give you medication, depression, Oh, you can't control yourself here. Look, we'll give you a pill so you can control that. And people are okay with taking it. And that's that's fine. That That's okay because when I get headaches, sometimes I take an aspirin too or something like that. But I'm not taking a prescription that's prescribed to me with my name on it that I can't buy over the counter. How many times do I need to take it? What do I need to take it with? Damn, it just, it's down to that much of a of an understanding of being in the matrix. It's the same way that they'll They'll market all these different water bottles and water labels and do all of this when a lot of the times it's just spring water. It's just distilled water that you can pretty much do at home. No reverse osmosis, literally. So this is a lot of matrix conditional things where you're just like, damn, like I hate to be in this, you know. I hate to care what other people think at the same time, but that little percentage of me caring about what they think is the same percentage that I'm only acting to what's represented in front of me. I'm a reflection of that. You know what I mean? I'm never the one to go out there and do things and cause problems. But if the problems are caused, I'm only a reflection of that. I'm only meeting these things. 
the fr- you know, in, in the front view. I'm not looking at it in the rear view. I'm not looking at it in the side mirrors. I'm looking at it straight in the front view, right through the windshield. Is that that kind of confrontation is the confrontation that you try to run from your whole life when it's just like I said on the other episode. Them battles that you be fighting is the reason why you can't be happy in this and you can't be happy with the minuscule things. You can't be happy with the big scale things. You can't just be happy being alive. Breathing. Having a roof over your head. Having a car. Having the ability to. The ability to is a big thing. And you can insert any word, but it's just some people don't have the ability to. The ability to love. The ability to learn, the ability to like, the ability to listen, the ability to do, the ability to drive, the ability to have discipline. I could go on forever, but the ability to. Some people don't have that. They're enabled. It's just they're insufficient when it comes to that. And it could be energy. It could be whatever. People wake up and hate themselves. Why? Is because they're looking at somebody else's life and they can't mirror it. Why? Because that's the American dream. Or... That's what's influencing them. Look at all these rappers. Rick Ross said, I po- I put a molly on her champagne and she ain't even know it. Crazy, right? Crazy to think that when you really think about what he was saying, you're like, oh, like that's nothing. But that's the kind of shit that they've been saying, they've been doing. Th- that kind of shit that's going on is the same reason why I, I, I be looking around like, man, you know, a lot of the times I want to blame shit. I want to blame people for the way. And it, it's really just the understanding of just knowing when I'm trapped in some kind of abyss of shit that I know that's implementing my life and my, my direction and the where I'm going, why I'm going, what I'm doing. That's because of all the shit. Think about all those songs that were saying fucked up shit like that. You know what I mean? The Yang Yang Twins. They, we were, I was 14, 15 listening to that. They weren't saying fucking go to school, go to work. They were saying, wait till you see my, and they were whispering it. You know what I mean? Like, they were teaching us to have fucking, they were teaching us the practice of all this shit before prior. But, but, think about it. They weren't making the music for us. They were making it for the generation ahead of us. I mean, behind us. Or ahead of us, or the, 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 the generation older than us. But only because we were so curious to understand it now it's the same repetitive thing you got kids making tiktoks you you know what that does to your attention span just repeatedly watching scrolling scrolling shorter 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 then what then you can't remember nothing it's like a flash drive you got to get loaded up for you to remember shit and work all these side effects and things you don't even think about it because you're just so hooked on the fact that you're like Get more out of life, do better, get more money, be better than this person, or try to be like that person. Yo, people were going crazy for Rihanna being pregnant when they cousin got us a, uh, a business and they don't even support or post them. And they might even be living with him. He might even be a partner of it. It's just crazy the way people just put things on front street for, you, for them to be a part of it to feel attention. When it's like, you, you got to learn when to pick and choose. And if you're not good at pick and choosing, don't. Don't. Just don't. Just don't pick or don't choose. Or don't let it be known that you're that kind of mixy person to be in between and not know what the balance is. You know what I mean? It's That's that's the worst. 
it's 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 just like the person knowing that you're good at something, then they seeing how good you are doing it, and then they fall to the I could I could get used to this. I could get used to this this kind of energy, this kind of shit. And it's like your intention's not for you to grow. This intention is for I mean, this intention is not for us to grow. This is intention for you to grow. That's the crazy thing. Some people see it as an opportunity to get embraced or some people get refilled and it's like how much do you expect me to fill you before I run out it's the same way it's always applicable back to the matrix because we being stuck in this one box right here all you can see is inside of this right here this just this anything else doesn't matter but that's the perception that's your mind that's the mindset that one box they told you. Everything they told you is in that one box. Everything you read, the same way they tell us Christopher Columbus and all the bullshit. You know what I mean? Indigenous Day. Now we have Indigenous Day. It's crazy. It's crazy how much as long as history isn't getting corrected, people keep thinking it's getting repeated. It's not getting repeated. It's never ended to be able to repeat again. It never ended. A lot of it now is just reforming. A lot of it is reforming between the racist and the crazy, the social stigmas, the malnourished people who don't get enough, the people who get too much, the people who want to be poor when they're fucking well off, the people who want to be rich when they're poor, the people who want to be smart when they just don't have fucking wisdom. They just could read a whole bunch of words in the dictionary just like, Welcome to the Matrix. How would you, what would you like to give up to continue? And then they usually give it all. Give it all up. Give it all away. And then swear being vulnerable is the, the teetering bait. Like, listen, you be vulnerable to somebody, they use it against you. Guess what? You look at that person and be like, mm, your intention was to harm me. Uh, your intention was to manipulate to show who you are and how you can. And guess what? When they get left by themselves, they're going to go through it. And then the trauma is going to start haunting them. And then all the things of, I, 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 guess what? They're going to be by themselves going through it. And they're going to reach back out. And that's how it works. That's exactly how it works. When you know you're in this, in this abyss of shit, you reach out for people to pull them in. And then those people are smart enough to get back out. Because they got their own ecosystem that they built. The fuck I'm going to let you come in my ecosystem and fuck it up because your ecosystem fucked up. Let's work on this one thing, right? Right here. Create your own ecosystem. Create your own happiness. Create your own destiny. Live your fucking life. Account for the failures and the mistakes. But don't be scared to live on. Because I'm telling you you're caught in the matrix. Or I'm telling you I'm caught in the matrix, but I'm aware of it. Which means I'm navigating different ways. You don't see me post public shit that goes on in my day-to-day life. No, you see my creative life. Doesn't mean my day-to-day life is great or bad. It's just my choice. And I'm not fronting. It ain't no fronting. That, that's the crazy thing. There's no fronting about it. Like, if people see me, I, I look how and talk how, and this is my representation. And just like I said before, I'm just reflecting the energy. So it's a lot of the times if people have anything bad to say, just think about what they're saying to you first. 
before they're saying what I said or how they feel I took it. Just think about they might have been the ones re- projecting that first. And I was just honest and raw about it. And that wasn't enough for them because that's the thing. What's enough? What's enough? I'm going to leave you with that question. What is enough? Is it love? Is it money? Is it cars? Is it energy? What is it? Is it crypto? Is it the metaverse? What is it? It needs to be something so you can get out of this goddamn matrix. And it's systematic oppression. We're not oppressing. We're not suppressing shit this year. Matter of fact, we wasn't suppressing shit last year. But I was just more low-key because I was working on a lot of plots and moves to help myself. When I get in that depression shit, guess what I do? I work through it. Yeah, we all don't work through it, but guess what I do? And I'm not saying you can too, but I'm saying you can do something about it. You can do something about it. You don't need to be taking medication and think that that's going to slow you down. Guess what? It changes you. And when you get changed, you don't know how to adapt to being that person and how that has changed. That's the matrix. Matter of fact, I'm going to have an overlay, some matrix shit in the background. Make it look cool. You know what I mean? Like, and the crazy thing is I'm sitting on episodes. You feel me? I'm sitting on episodes right now while still doing episodes. I just don't have the time to sit down and do what I need to do. I need to be editing them, video, upload, weekly, Sunday, 8 o'clock, cover art, all that. But it's me. I'm one person. I don't have a team of people that do it. I'm the one that sets this all up. I'm the one who got to record it. I'm the one who got to edit it. And I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying, think about if I have 24 hours in a day. Think about it. And I sleep for a certain amount of time. From the beginning to the end. That time is already taken up in my sleep. Now I got to do things like other people asking questions, inquiries about art, commissions, NFTs, podcasts, how, what, where, who, whatever it is. Then I got my own shit. I got a clothing line. I got a vintage company. I got a podcast. And I have a documentary uh, being opposed. This is the third, fourth um, episode of it. And on top of just having a regular life, like a regular life, relationships, women, nephews, family, uncles, bad things happening, good things happening, life, ideas, creative, money, crypto. I got my own shit going on. You don't see me out here complaining. All I do is just give energy. And some of y'all are open arms to it because you know that you could use it. And some of y'all are just looking at it like, oh, he thinks he's better than people. I'm not better than no one. I'm just not scared. I'm not scared to feel or feel as if I'm right or feel as if I'm wrong. Or just be the one and just be like, I'm humble enough to let you know that y'all can't fuck with me. And why do I say that? Because that's how I feel. If you're the number one draft pick, you got to feel like you're the best motherfucker around. Best motherfucker on this on this floor right now in this area. You got to feel like that. Not the arrogant way, but in the, the confident way that you know you could do it. Just like how I could come back off of doing all these other projects, never posting their shit, signing NDAs just so it's easier for me so I don't got to deal with that. Let's sign the NDA, create the content, you deal with it. Then it's like, oh, but you, but, 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 but. that ain't got nothing to do with me. You ain't worried about my pockets. You ain't worried about what I'm doing. I'm gaining experience, resume, repertoire, whatever. It's a rapport that I have with life that I'll never give up. I'm a creator. I'm going to work. I'm never going to stop that. But what I will stop doing is being 
put on this one track where everything that I do, everything that I say is because I'm oppressed. I'm not. I'm not. I have my own individuality. I know my own path. I speak with I speak with elegance. And even if it's not elegance, I speak with grace. The grace that can make you really listen and look at the podcast like, damn, he know what he's saying. He he's he on to something. He talk. He talking that you know. Yeah, that that kind of shit. That kind of shit that got me recording in the daytime. Because if I wait till nighttime and start doing all this shit, I ain't got time for it. So it's the same reason why you looking around doing this and asking questions. I ain't got the time for it. Sorry. And I'm not being fake, funny. I just don't got the time for it. And people want that access, but I'm not even giving myself that access. So why the fuck would I give it to you? Right? Think about that. Think about that. But thanks for tuning in. Thanks for supporting. Never give up. Always push. Peace, love, and positivity. Why not, Derek? CNC Podcast. I'm out. You are now tuned in to the WRBZR and the CNC Podcast. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for tuning in. Psychology. Yeah, yeah, that was the one where you were climbing on it. Yeah. No, that wasn't the one. No, Fiji is the one when you were climbing on it. Notarized was was the one. No, go ahead and put the song on. Which one? Either one. You could put 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 whatever put the harder one on. Put the Fiji one on. I don't think it's recorded well. Damn. It still hits though. It still hits. Just the beat though. The beat is what's. No, if we had the song right, it would have been decent. Hell yeah. Met a little shorty, she freaky. Pussy so wet, no squeegee. She say I'm dripping like Fiji. She say I'm dripping like Fiji. Met a little shorty, she freaky. Pussy so wet, no squeegee. She say I'm dripping like Fiji. She say I'm dripping like Fiji. She say I'm dripping like Fiji. Kinky little bitch, she a eater. Give her a taste, now she fiending. Cut that bitch off, she was needy. Don't need your validation. You was hating and chasing the clock for the money. You still broke. And we'll head with the spots, we still smoke. You smoke a right, this big dope. I'm not the nigga you play, ho. They all copy like Tanfo. From the back, she rhyming like Enzo. From the back, she ride like an Enzo. Think about it. Two hands on it, it's super sloppy. She be so picky with worse options. I'm about action, so quit the talking. Double D's with breakfast in bed and some head between. Feel like the man when I walk in. Custom made, just some raw shit. Flex on the web very often. I'm in a league of my own. What you gonna bring to the table when I build the table alone? I'm in a league of my own. What you gonna bring to the table when I build the table alone? I got the sauce and it's dripping. Uh, I give a sauce when she dripping. Uh, I got the I was sauce in and, and out of the booth. Uh, you can hear the, rug, the range of it. Shorty, she freaky. Pussy so wet, no squeegee. She say I'm dripping like Fiji. 
She say I'm dripping like Fiji. Uh, met a little shorty, she freaky. Pussy so wet, no squeegee. Uh, she say I'm dripping like Fiji. Uh, she say I'm dripping like Fiji. Uh, nigga be dripping like Fiji. Bitch, you gon' need you a squeegee. She love the green, wanna marry your brother. That bitch ride the pipe like Luigi. Screaming, oh gosh, she get preachy. Head be so good that she teach me. We fuck on the low when the husband at home get the pussy and then hey, she don't see me. Crying. I'm out of this world, can I reach me? I do not think that you copy me. This shit's a lot to me, y'all niggas slack. I got a lot to see. I'm in my bag to this shit's a colossomy. This is philosophy. She trying to kick it like we were in Socrates. I do not play though. This isn't pottery. Poverty probably made me a psycho. I need a lobotomy. Guap in the back, got the heat on the side of me. Squad got my back, you can see the camaraderie. That mean a lot to me. Niggas were hating in the past, now they sorry. Don't need an apology. I got your bitches, she need gynecology. I love the brain like I'm teaching. Neurology. That bitch got freaky on Friday. She sucked my dick from the back, called her reverse psychology. Whoa. She like to fuck like a porn star. Lift that booty up, make it twerk. When I beat it up, make it hurt. When I beat it up, make it squirt. It, it was, she like to I fuck like a porn star. Lift that booty up, make it twerk. When I beat it up, make it hurt. Yeah, that has, that has potential though. It does, and I think that if we eventually come back to it, that will be one of those ones that will definitely bang for sure. For sure, you got another one you want to play? Yeah, bro. And this is the CNC Podcast. And my name is Derek Alston, a.k.a. Why Not Derek, and today we have a guest in the building. Universe, I am universe. And we're just having a flashback moment right now. Of course. Very much. This is actually the first song we recorded together. This is. This is the first song. Enjoy. And it's funny how we were we were high in the room thinking of this shit in the car, and then it just it really came out to a song. Manifested to a song. Yeah. Low-key banger, too. For sure. I'm liking the OG that's smoking the moon, right? Was taught by the OGs that show me the moon, right? Now my goons is nocturnal, they moving the moonlight. With a hitter and passenger ripping that tool tight. Potato on barrel, it look like a food pipe. They animal savage, they living that zoo life. We taking your bitch to say she need a new life. Now she trying to bless me like she's she like a zoom type. That phone type said if I fuck then it's only for two nights. Won't be for two nights. One ain't enough, girl. You better bring two dice. Ride that in the condo, but they gon' do it right. Remember my pockets was too tight. Now a nigga got his loot right. Bitch, I came up from the suicide. Call on my cousin that doors open suicide.
dreading me through the cap just like I'm Coolio. I came a long way from the bottom, be moving up, double my shots, roll a couple up. I don't feel bad for you niggas, I'm shining ops cause we different. What you say? Reaching for goals but you missing cause you never paid attention. I'm versatile like a switch, it flows different like more women. Like open mind with a tunnel vision, 2020 so you know the vision. The shit I lay is sick. Clear vision. I'm not the type that you idolize. You gotta look in the eye for lies. Sun is up like he on the rise. Sun is up like he on the rise. Sun is up like he on the rise. That song is composed well. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's all together. It's just. It's composed more complete. Yeah, for sure. More complete for sure. I still want to do music, but I I I just want to take it slower. You know, I, I just had so much ambition to do all this shit before, but I'm not really hooked on the music and shit as much. Now I'm just kind of hooked on like like I look at it like this. I'm like I see a lot of people doing things, and I'm wondering why are they getting in the positions they're getting in, and it's because they're they're doing enough things that there's got to be some way to get noticed or cross paths with an individual through 10 of those ventures. So why just sit around and do two things and think that things are going to happen for me? I hear you there, man, especially for me, like being an artist, music is just one form of art. I remember having dreams of being famous and being rich and, you know, that's kind of what motivated me from a music standpoint and now I just look at it more as a form of expression and just like a form of art and when I decide to express myself that way I'm good at it and I enjoy doing it and then there's other times when I try to express myself artistically in other ways and I mean that's what I feel like you're good with like the fashion yeah you could take that same level of creativity and apply it in fashion especially with how music and fashion they kind of blend in so, I don't know. We're good at it. People also enjoy it. You know, the, we get good feedback on everything. That, that was the second thing I was going to say. Because definitely I I remember this one kid would just be like, yo, I'm bumping your shit every day, yo. It's crazy. Then sent, no, sent me a snap. And, and I laughed. I laughed because, like, even though he was not of color and he was saying the N-word. <laughs> But um, but I'm I'm thinking of it like this, like okay, this is a song. He's showing me how much supportive, <laughs> you know, he, he is. I know he's trying to get one get one out, and he is getting it out. But that's not the that's not the point. The point is like I don't know this kid. You know what I mean? For him to like be so hyped, yeah, and like making snaps with my the music in the back, bro. And a, a lot of the that's times dope. he was playing with to your part. And I, and I just kept asking him, I'm like, bro, you did you ever buy it on iTunes? He's like, yeah. And then, like, I seen him on Twitter. And it's like, you start realizing, like, oh, shit, we got, like, a fan fan. Like, not just, like, a regular, just, like, you guys are cool. Like, then I started noticing he shares it, and then he, like, has it in the background. And I'm like, oh, shit. This. He's not getting, like, crazy notification. I mean, like, uh, like attention or anything like that. But it's still... That's still dope, though, to be yeah. able to, you know, impact someone to the point where they want to listen to your song over and over again. That's dope, man, because I feel like I listen to my songs over and over again because I like them, you know? I do the same, and I do the same because 
I can just pop up with a different individual and play it and then act like that's not even me. And then there's a good chance that before we get out of the car again, they might be like, yo, what was that song? They'll start looking it up and they'll just like look up the lyrics like, and they're just looking up bad bitches on going stargazing or whatever <laughs> they try. To, no, it's, and then they, they don't find anything or they do. It, it They have to be typing in exactly like how we said it. But it's just funny to think about it. Like, damn, somebody's actually Googling this. But yeah. It's not even about the money. It's about the creative ability, like the ability to. That's my thing. It's like the whole thing with this podcast. That Literally what it was about was like, how am I just going to like get on some kind of platform and just like talk what I feel and it be reciprocated or not, but still be there. Like, it being there, like, that's what counts. Like, if I want to go back in a year from now and be like, what was I like? I don't need to ask anybody because they're not going to really kind of be able to tell tracks. Like, tell, you know, like. Uh, you can be limited with music. You can get you can get a lot more out when you're just speaking freely, I feel like, is what you're saying. Yeah, and even on, even like in this venture of the podcasting, that's exactly what happens. I, I'm able to, like, look back and be like, damn, a year ago I was seeing that. A year ago I was seeing certain things that now I'm living and I'm just like, damn, where did I get that from? But then it was like I was telling the future myself that shit. And I, it just crazy how it full circles around. You know, it's it's interesting because that's the manifestation, man. And like, you know, that's one of the most powerful things you can do as a human is be able to manifest. Look back and be like, I told myself I was going to be here a year from now, no one else believed it, but I turned that that thought, something that's not material, into material success. You know, that's that's powerful. That's manifestation right there. Sorry. I just knocked the mic over. I didn't think it was real. I, di- I didn't think that that was a real thing. I'm going to be honest. It, let me, let me, let me, I, sometimes I have these thoughts and I'll be like, yo, when you're in a, when you're when you come from a black culture, or if you just yeah, let me just say that because I can I can explain it the best on that. You don't really get taught that shit. You don't really get taught to be weak. You don't even get taught to be vulnerable. You don't get taught that shit. That's very true. And like sometimes I think about it because I'm around other people who are just like taught the same thing. They're just taught to be. You're not a punk or you're not a sissy. You're you're not this. And it's like you Jesus. get taught almost like to. To feel emotion makes you weak. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then why do you think that you have so many people that grow up and then they, they're heartless? Hard. And they, Yeah, or they're just, even if they're not heartless, they're just hardened. Yeah. And, like, that that makes it difficult. And it's, like, not everybody just, like, okay, I don't want to, like, be in the presence of every single person, but there are some people that I'm, like, I might want to be around. And they, they're just so hardened that it's, like, you know, not... Everyone wants to take advantage of you. I will say this, though, that having that that adversity growing up, having that hardened, that chip on your shoulder, when applied the right way, when, when you can harness that energy and apply it and concentrate it in the right way, it can really give you an advantage. That type of motivation can be really powerful, you know, and I just feel like that's something that we miss. The black culture, we miss out on that. We're just so enamored with being mad and just wanting to be heard and understood that we forget that we can use that energy as a form of motivation, as a form of fuel. 
Yeah. That's kind of what keeps me going. You know, looking back on it in times when others were in the same similar situations and not having, and then you're like, damn, I didn't have a lot back then. Now I go through shit and I don't care because it's like I didn't have it. What was the nostalgia so like hungry? What was I so hungry for? Why did I want those Jordans when I was 12? And now that I'm 30 something, I have them and I, I played basketball in them. Like I know they're basketball shoes, but they're also collectors, you know, like your nice shoes. Another part of the black culture, you know? <clears throat> yeah, for sure. But I'm not going to lie. Um, these young, these young youths, they uh, they made the Nike Air Force go back up to a hundred dollars. <laughs> it's not even funny. I see these fucking ran down, around the corner paper boy, crunched up dry sheets. These sneakers be looking torn up, ten mile walking and running. They just look really bad, and people just give them life still. They literally give them life with fresh fits. It's it's remarkable. It's like they don't die until they die until the sole comes off. When when your Nike Air Force One sole comes off or your laces <laughs> are brown, they're then not Chuck Taylors. They don't they don't look fashionable when they're beat up. Yeah, Air Forces are only nice when they're super clean. Yo, I can show you like thirty TikToks where you yo you'll, you'll you won't notice it because of the content that they're doing. But then if you just peep down real quick, you, you, you'll see the most craziest Air Force ones. And you won't even realize it. And then you'll laugh because you're like, you're seeing people give them gifts. You're, you're, you're like, yo, and you come on here for the, that's just to let you know, like, that, sh- that shit doesn't matter. But it's like, back to the point, they used to be like 70 bucks, you know, like. I remember getting clowned for not having Nikes and shit. I used to have to wear the shacks and the and ones from time to time, you know? Yeah, I I actually used to want to wear Skechers, but my mom used to tell me it was corny. <laughs> my mom didn't care about that. Damn, I wish I could have. It's cheap. Nah, Shaq did make them. He, he made them kind of like basketball sneakers that we liked. That's one thing that I respect about Shaq yeah. is that he made his shoes affordable, like mostly because... He disagreed with how expensive Jordan made his shoes. But that wasn't really Jordan. That was Nike. Nike nah, was leveraging I, the black culture. But I feel like Jordan was... Jordan also doesn't even give a fuck about anything. He don't... I, I, I watched an interview of uh, Michael Jordan saying something, and he was like, what's your favorite What's your favorite Jordan? And then like he said something like, uh, uh, like a 26 like I don't even know that's the <laughs> weirdest answer ever first of all it's like you're Michael Jordan and you say your favorite Jordan's a 26 you know what I mean that's weird but I would assume like you know it'd be like an 8 or 4 or maybe 6 but he said like a 26 like 28 I'm like what <laughs> I didn't even know they make Jordans that but that's just to let you know like he didn't really give a fuck about once he wore them and has them and now his family his son Marcus he 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 does he does Jordans and he has a sneaker room and I watch it on Instagram. I be looking because I'm gonna wait until I get my time to, you know. I don't know. I I got some. I got Jordans. You know. I got some nice Air Forces. <coughs> some good. Some clean retros and shit. But to me, I don't. I don't get super deep into the, you know.
shoot game crazy, you know. A couple clean, something clean. I'm good. I feel like that's the oppression. It's like a portal to the oppression. It's like when you just purchase that. I bought a, like, $250 just regular coach jacket. And it's not like a coach, like the designer, just the actual, like, the type of coat. It was like a... Uh, like a um like a basketball coach jacket and I was just like why did I spend so much money on this and it was because it had a certain kind of fabric so I just started thinking like yo if I would have found that fabric got got on the sewing machine put the zipper I probably could have put it together way cheaper not only that but also the money <coughs> that like people are spending on shoes like thousands and thousands of dollars imagine if you invested that in crypto or in Tesla, or even if you invested that in properties that you rented out as Airbnbs. That's like, fucked up. You're like, you can do so much more with that money than just buy shoes and be like, hey, look at all these shoes that I have. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's cool. It's cool. I'm not, like, degrading it at all. I'm just saying, me personally, the way that I think, I could just think of much more effective and efficient ways to spend money. Yeah, especially on not on shoes. Yeah. I I agree with you. I I bought shoes and I realized how like just how uh kind of a waste it was. Like for the fact that I could just wear like multiple pair of shoes and I had that it just got to the point where I'm just like I'm only one person. I got to change my shoes 2 3 times a day to get full usage of the shoes that I wear and it's just like it's already exhausting and just be enduring life. In somewhere new, and I'm like, you know, who cares about this shit? I, d- I don't, I didn't, and I don't now. I do want to get a couple of pair of nice shoes just so I can just have when I want to wear them. But yeah, of course, you always want to be in something clean. Yeah, but other than that, I could, I, I don't, I don't care. I'm over, I'm over that material shit. Like I, I never, I never will own a Dior or a Gucci shirt. Even if I get successful, I, I just would rather just press my ideas harder because like I can make something that is way more influential than a, a, a t-shirt that says Dior made by Dior like you know like, I don't know no, I hear you there <coughs> I, d- I have my fair share of designer clothes but it's more so <laughs> when I go out and you know I know I'm gonna have pictures taken of me and stuff like that I like to I like to look clean, you know what I mean? I like to to at least know like I look like what I know what's going on fashionably. Yeah. But that the thing that I respect about you is that you would rather wear something that you created. Like if if I had that, if I would had the the ability to make a custom jacket that I spent 3 hours working on and some shoes that I painted, handcrafted and like I would much rather go out in that. And be like, no one can have this, you know? Because some of some of your shit is just like, wow. It's like, wow. Who would have thought of that? That I'd be thinking the same thing. I'd be looking at it like, who the fuck would have ever thought to put this together? These colors or that zipper there or this fat. I don't know. I usually just when I isolate myself, that's when I work the best, and it's damaging because like, I don't stop at that point, and then it's like once the completion comes, how long did I spend to do that? You know. And then how much did I take, did, did I lose from that? Like, usually it's not picking up the phone and shit like that. Which is, like, essential because people know that's what I do. But. 
It keep getting me. It keep getting me. Only because when, when I was playing, that sweat was getting in my eyes. My shit is watery right now. Yo, you were cooking. Nah, I'm telling you, it just, it's part of my confidence. It's like, when I take too long, it teaches me to make the right decision and just make the decision. And then feel, if it's even wrong, just accept it. That's it. Like, if I'm going to miss a three-pointer, oh, I miss, don't worry. As a team, like, I kept telling that kid, I said, stop looking at them running towards you and then waiting. You think that everyone's going to jump. Just shoot the ball still. You probably will shoot over them and make it. And he was like, no, I don't want to get blocked, dude. I'm like, why are we playing basketball then? If I get blocked, I'm not mad. I just know the next time that I touch the ball, you might get cooked. Just <laughs> just, just by, like, uh, default that you thinking that you, like, you know what I mean? When that when you said you one more time and then I'm going to guard him. He he said to me, he said, I know and you want the two pointer on it. He was no, like, I, yeah, said, yeah, I said, I said, I said, yo, you, you're, you, it's hard. You, you get too close. And then you, you keep looking for the screens. And I was like, and I'm watching you look for the screen. So I know that if you look to the right, I step to the left. You're going to move the opposite. And I'm going to take the crossover with me as I go by you. It's like I, I do a lot of people people watching when I play now. I used to never do that because I used to never want to really pass the ball, even though I can pass the ball well. I just never wanted to pass the ball, especially looking like if you're not going as hard as me. I don't know. I was on some Kobe shit. Maybe not playing like him, but had the attitude like him. Like, you know what I mean? Which was bad because then people were like, Yo, you're shooting the ball a lot. And I'm like, all right, let me ask you something. Making it, though. And if I'm missing, guess what? I'm running my ass off to either get the rebound or steal it from the person that got the rebound. All in one cycle. Like, you know, they're not getting out of the paint without me getting one of those two things off. For real. And that's the thing about me. People, they, they, they start looking around. They don't never look in the close proximity. Because they'd be a vulture like me waiting to just for you to put the ball on the ground so I can just pop it from, boop. And then you're like, damn, he, I, why didn't, well, that was the point. You know what I mean? That's exactly the point. I'm sneaky. I, I watch. I look away, act like I'm acting stupid. And then they'll make the pass, jump in the air. Yo, I didn't even. <laughs> well, that's the point of the game. You think I'm going to keep looking at you? Oh, he's right there in the middle. It's the point of the game. It's alluring. That alluring effect is in in life is like what, what wins. I see it happen. I see skinny women go on OnlyFans and make tons of money. And I'm just like, they're peasing view of that to some people is nice but to me I'm I'm just a person who just doesn't see the point of that whole thing you know the whole whatever it is just the world or just you can you can just go handle your business for free on, on, on the internet you know what I mean I don't you just google a couple things and then you straight you feel me like in like variety it's like a candy store versus, like, going to the bodega. Like, it's not the candy store. <laughs> they have candy in it, but it's not the candy store. That's, like, I, I wanted to interview this girl that did OnlyFans. But the problem was, she said she wanted a percentage of it. And I'm like, bitch, we ain't making any money. I was like, the minute you start naming stuff and using brands and stuff like that, the YouTube will pick it up, and then it'll be in their... Uh, um, 
copyright claims. So it's like you need to do so much, so many things. You can't talk about like COVID. You can't talk about that because it's crazy that I, I, I did it that way. But th honestly, the algorithm doesn't pick it up when you do it that way. When you say it, it picks it up. And when it picks it up, what, it, is it, it just listening for keywords? Yeah, it, it's like it's like a thousand words. The N word, when you use it, they, they if you use it multiple times. Yes, it does. It does. It, it'll, it'll give you it'll, it'll give you a notification for it to be silenced or something. It, they can silence it, your whole YouTube video. Oh wow! So then you, people can still watch it. Same thing with the TikTok. <laughs> it's yo, it's the craziest thing ever. I'm like yo, why? Like I got blocked on there. Then they banned me, and then I, I had to like keep doing these emails. And then finally it gets unbanned, and I'm like, oh, cool. I, I, I post a, a, a podcast clip episode. It takes on a TikTok? Yeah, yo, it takes a whole week to get 100 views. I'm like, yo, they shadow banning me. I was Damn. getting mad views before. Dude, dude I was getting I saw, like. I saw you got a couple thousand a few times. Yeah, bro. I was, I was like, yo, this shit's kind of booming. Then one time I reposted this freestyle that, like, it literally happened on a live stream and I was just for some reason screen recording the Call of Duty game and I forgot to exit it. So I caught it. I caught the first freestyle of this uh, Tory Lanez Aiden Ross uh, stream and I posted it and it somebody stole it got a million views on it. I'm like that's was that the was that the she make it clap yeah 21 gets yeah sad. the crazy thing was the motherfucker got a million views off the replay. I was like my shit didn't even get that much. It's sometimes people be using the right algorithms, the right time, the right hashtags, and that shit really be working, bro. I feel like people go viral and become famous every single day. They they do, but it's like this. That's so dangerous, <coughs> though. That's so dangerous for our society because that makes every person that watches TikTok feel like they can get lucky and go viral and become famous and they do dumb shit and instead of learning and reading a book and trying to figure out who they are they want to become viral and they want to become a meme yeah. and have a million followers and that's so toxic bro i seen it i used to watch these videos of this kid he was getting beat up on tiktok then it made me go on instagram and then he was getting beat up on Instagram Live by his girlfriend. And then he would be smoking in a room with his child in the room and on the bed with his baby mama fighting while he's trying to light a black singing to Daniel Caesar. He was getting beat up. He takes his trauma, capitalizes on it. The videos are getting 1.4 million, 4 million. These are vid videos of him getting beat up on Instagram and TikTok. You feel what I'm saying? And he's a small nigga. So when they're beat, she beating him up, she clapping him. I can show you videos. And it's just like, yo, it's wild. It's just wild to think, like, damn. This fucking kid's getting beat up on. <laughs> he's getting beat up on social media. And, like, now he's famous. And now everyone wants to interview him because th that moment went viral. And it's like, to him, he don't care. Every time you see him, he's drinking and smoking. Like, I do that, but guess what? There's not going to be all the time you're going to see me doing that. I do that in, in my presence of where I'm at. If I'm at the crib, I'm doing it there. 
I'm not going out and I'm not making that something big. Like I do less of around a social setting because it's just, it's not everyone's vibe. You feel me? Like not everyone smokes and drinks. That's the, that's the conundrum where you're like, if you want to ride a wave, you going you going to find yourself in that. Otherwise you're not, you're just going to, I don't smoke. I just drink. Understandable. You know what I mean? Like, I drink when I'm out socially. I'm not smoking all the time. I can't smoke every place that I go. But I can't drink something. That's why I couldn't wait to grow up for what? <laughs> to have all these pressures in life? Fucking life pressures are more harder when you're older than you thought when you were younger. Yeah. I feel like the older the older I get, the more I realize <coughs> how impressionable I was when I was becoming an adult because I realized the things that I thought that I wanted, I only thought that I wanted them be- because of what I see what I saw was quote unquote normal. Yeah. You know the quote unquote American dream whatever. Now that I'm old enough to be able to reflect and look back and see how certain decisions really affected me and whatnot. Now I realize that I have a lot more power in my decision-making now because I just have more experience, more life experience. That's something that I never understood when I was younger because when you're 22, 23, and, you know, that 35, 40-year-old tells you, oh, you're still just a kid. You don't you don't even know. It's so hard to to agree with that. When yeah, or accept it. Just or accept, accept it. it yeah. You know, you're 23 or 24 years old. You, you know, you can drink. You've had your license for five, six years. You either graduated college or you're about to graduate college or you decided you didn't want to go to college. You might have kids at that time. You know what I mean? And you're just like, I'm a kid. Fuck out of here. I'm grown. Like, but, like, you really still haven't made many decisions for yourself yeah you know what i mean you've just been so i don't want to say brainwashed but just conditioned i try not to say that brainwash word because then it gets to like a technical term but the definitely condition thing is true i feel like for 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 one the american dream is a condition honestly it's a it's one of the worst stigmas because it's telling you how to literally live your life from a little kid. Your mind is already getting into the same routine to set yourself up. So you spend 12 years going to school to master just the art of things that they put in books and they put in movies. They have museums for this shit. And then you have people switching and changing things up and then presenting it to you through these outlets teachers social media TED talks these dudes who come on here and try to tell you history dude listen a lot of the, I'd be off the internet for days and then people usually message me and they're like we're glad to see you back or you've been gone for a while and I ask them why does it like why does that something that you need to tell me like if you're noticing that I'm not there and then they tell me why and then I don't even realize why Am I being so aggressive to the point that 
why does it matter if I don't come on social media? Like, you don't know what's going on in my life, but that's why they they said that they were, that's what the explanation was. Is to 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 make you know make sure things were all right because I wasn't around or I wasn't on this or that, and I'm just like, this isn't like the metaverse. Like, just because I'm not on here doesn't mean like when I come back I'm supposed to like give you like my like like my beginning like like my update like hey like I've been doing okay. I mean I don't give a fuck about that. Take a year off and come back and just post a dot. <laughs> like. Oof. And pre- people will like it. That's the weird thing. Yeah. They'll like it. That's so, definitely some shit you would do. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, it's That's like... shit I would do, too. I be, I be <laughs> trying to tell people sometimes, I'm like, yo, we really get so caught up in all the shit that they... Like, I, I, I see, like, that TikTok shit be really suppressing my brain, but I be letting it out. I be letting it out. I be commenting on that shit, and then I find myself in a wormhole, then I delete that. Just because, like, once, then I forget that, like, I put content on there myself, so, like, because then it's like, oh, you're just negative. No, like, you can go on your thing, and it says that you're 20 years old, and it's like, all your content is to do this and reach this to go viral, and it's like, yo, why do you need to go viral? You're only 20 years old. Then when they start talking shit and doing all this, it gets you, it gets you fucking warning, and then they'll, like, shadow ban you, where you, you can't like nothing, share anything, Nothing. But you can, like, view some limited shit. Then they just, when I turn on the app, it, it, it asked me to sign in. I'm like, what? Hey, never, it kept doing it. So it let me know, like, yo, these apps are, are triggered for, like, guidelines. And, like, that's cool. But, like, these motherfuckers are breaking the guidelines. Obviously. Like, nigg- niggas, be, niggas be putting fucking hookah smoke in the air. But then they be going in the cut, and you see niggas have the shadow of their hands together. Like, you smoking fingers together. Like, you smoking weed. I post the smoke in the air outside. Banned. Blocked. Yo, I sw- <laughs> Dude, I got so many claims in my TikTok thing that I just stopped using it for a while. Damn. Because I'm like, I don't know when they're going to do it again. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to post something that's, like, about to go viral, and they just, like... You you didn't agree with our terms and guidelines. Let's mute your video. It's so fucked up how much shit they, they can squeeze into those terms and conditions. Nobody ever <clears throat> reads that shit. Well, this they, is the they thing. Could, they could say, we're using your location to tell the government everywhere you're at, what you're looking up on your internet, what you said, everything that you've said and done while you were around your phone, we had access to your microphone and your cameras, and we have everything. And we're giving that all to the government. And you didn't read it, and yeah. you agreed to it. <laughs> well, that, that'd be just like the, shit, the shit you sign off on when, when you had to sign in these places. When you go to the car dealership, and they're giving you 18 pages to sign and read, and you just want to get to the sign, give me the keys. You might have signed some shit. Yeah. <laughs> you might have signed some shit where you're like, all right, I'm ready to pay the car off. And you can't. Not in the first five years. <laughs> <laughs> now you got to save that bread. And they know you won't save it. So by the time you actually get that bread back up, you had already gave them 20 to 25% more than the car is worth. The whole, the whole monetary system as a whole is fucking corrupt. It's crazy the fact that debt 
and money and just it's just all fucking wild. Whoever thought of that is a fucking evil genius. He's he's the brain, the pinky in the brain, and he actually succeeded. <laughs> I'm I'm sure it was a lot more simple back then, and then they they had to adapt with the times, which means that they had to make sure that the benefit was bigger than what it was before. It probably was some small benefit from it, like. You, you know, I'll let you do this or give you this, but you give me three things or four things back if I give you this one thing. The small system of it was, like, maintainable, but now it's it's, unmain- it's un- unobtainable. It's, it's And the maintenance on all that shit, the money, you know, that goes into it. I tell people, I'm like, the, the part of the American dream that they're so hooked on is the become financially stable have the house and then have the kids they're not even like they're not even like infatuated the part of even making it possible they over skip it till once they get it just the idea of buying the one house and living in it your whole life and that's it that just seems so incomplete it just seems like so just unfulfilling but for some people, that's everything, and, and I respect that because when life is that simple, there's a, a lot of beauty in that too. But I just feel like if you can own multiple properties, live in one, but be able to maybe Airbnb out all of the other ones and have maybe 10 days out of the year where you can spend at your property that's in South Beach or your property that's in, you know, Maine in the summer. You know what I mean? Just like... Man, people's brain can't, they can't, they can't tune in that far. I try to have conversations with strangers more often because then it teaches me a little bit, a bit about, um, I, I'm, I'm a person who reads into things fast and like, and sometimes I'm off and I'm fine with that. But then sometimes when I'm off, it leads me to get to another point that's a hundred percent on. And then we go back to the, what was off and then they just interpret it differently, which still interprets the same thing that I was saying before. Especially like that right there. Just all the things when we get into that conditional shit, that's the shit that I really spend like my whole forward and the rest of my years like understanding that and just manifesting and how that works. And when I'm around these younger kids, like let them know like there's there's room for growth. You don't need to be that like tough little kid that tries to act tough because there's going to be somebody that's going to beat you up. Then you're going to not be, you're not going to be ready for that time. You're going to try to up him and think life is a number score and then you're going to really put some numbers on the board and then they're going to put some numbers back on the board. And the numbers you put on the board are going to be single digits and they're going to put double digits on the board, and you're, you know? And I, I told one of these kids one time, he was like, I'm having beef with somebody because I, I, I would sometimes, I'd, I'd go on people's statuses and I would like, you know, if you need somebody to talk to, and then sometimes it worked, sometimes it wouldn't. And one kid, he would just like get on there and like send voice notes. He'd send like voice notes on it on uh, uh, Facebook Messenger. <laughs> Yo, it'd be mad like thirty of them. It'd be like wild. I'm like, dude, they gotta load first. Like, why can't you just text it? Like, and you, you're like the first five. You'd be like, oh, these niggas be trying to fuck me over. They think I'm stupid. And the next one would be like, Yo, I'm ready to go crazy in these streets. And then the next one would be like, 
yo, where you at? Yo, you down the ride? And then I'm just like, yo, why are you like, you're holding the phone, stopping, and then like continuing what you're saying. And <laughs> like, yo, it was crazy, but I'm, I'm just like, bro, I can help you. Like, then he's like, can you send $7 Snapchat? And I'm like, all right, I'm good with you. Like, you're just like going through some manic stage and then you just come to results. Can you just send $7 Snapchat? I'm like, dude. What the hell? What does that even mean? I don't know. Send send seven dollars through Snapchat. Regardless Does of the Snapchat fact, have a way that you can send money to each other. Oh, I mean Cash App. Cash oh Cash App. I'm about to say what? There's a way you can snap money to people. Yeah, there is. There's snap money. There's there's money on that TikTok shit too. You can send gifts. You can send one gift and it costs five dollars. That's why they be shaking ass and doing that. And then when you get a thousand subscribers or something like that, you can go live. That TikTok shit is just so, so crazy. No, to me, what blows my mind is OnlyFans. They go buy a cell phone, an iPhone 11. They go buy a ring light. And they do. Well, the OnlyFans thing, I feel like, is, is it's definitely crazy because people are performing, like, sexual, like, I don't want to say sexual services, but sexual acts. Oh, for sure. Making money off of it and profiting off of it. The thing about TikTok, though, is, like, it's so easy for the average person. Because not everybody's going to pay $7 a month to watch some girl shake her ass or show her titties. Sometimes they're smart. They they do free ones. They do free ones. But the average person. No. It's so easy for the average person to watch an hour worth of TikTok. And not even realize it. Like, there's this thing called YouTube. I don't watch TikTok. I I do subscribe to some YouTube channels. You know, I do do my fair share of social media. I don't do the the Twitter and the Instagram and all that. But I watch some um, YouTube videos. And there's a thing called YouTube Shorts, which I'm assuming is very similar to TikTok. Just, like, quick no, that's like, like a, a, it's a story. It's like and a there's st- no like beginning or end. And no. it's just video after video. And it's just so easy to get lost in it. Yeah. But they're, they're, but this is the thing. So they're like, sometimes they're like 12 seconds. I've done shorts on my podcast and you don't even get enough. You, you only get so much time to get it out. So you're like really watching 15, 20, you know, 20 minutes equaling to like hours worth of scrolling. You know what I mean? Because it feels like you're scrolling for a long time. But oh my god, you gotta think they're like they're they're not that long. They're Imagine fifteen. How many videos you've watched and you don't even realize it? Yeah, and then sometimes that's you gotta be so bad for your attention span, bro. <laughs> at the, after a certain time, I stop looking at my phone, and you know what it does? It just sits in the corner. Sometimes it don't get charged, and then people are like, "How can you do that?" I'm like, "Bro, there's got to be days where I gotta win the battle." I can't just be, like, on my phone all day. And it's like, I thought that's how you handle business. It is, that's but real. it's like I can't be on my phone all day. I have to trade in I have to trade in my own time. I have to trade in, like, my own peace of mind where I can just walk around and think without, like, looking around for something. Because it's not like every single time I'm, like, talking and contacting people. Sometimes I, I go through my old shit and I look for ideas that I just threw in the air just because I didn't know where to put them. So then I go there and then I try to, you know, recreate them or remix them or whatever, you know, just try something new. 
and I usually find myself on some bullshit. And then I usually find myself on some more bullshit. And then as 45 minutes later, I was on my page, and now I'm on somebody else's page that I'm not even friends with. Now I got to just turn the phone off. And I'd be looking around like, why, why did I just spend? So then I'll just do something else. And then the phone would just be turned off over there for the rest of the, the night. And then I wake up, it's charged, and then I got all these notifications. That's what gets me. Swipe over once, bring me right to that. Welcome back. Like, fuck you. I check the notification real quick. All right, one, two, three. All right, I'm It's like here. a drug. No, but it's it's because they tell you the setup and how they want you to set up. You just don't even see it when it says sign up. You're like, sign up. Remember the password. Cool. Send notifications. Push notifications. You're like, sure. Now, you don't even notice, but half the time your phone's doing all these alerts and all this shit, and you signed up for it. When I don't have the alerts on, I don't I don't check it. It's the greatest thing. I, I don't check it, and then I'll go back on, like, Facebook, and I'd be like, I haven't posted in three months, and I'll, I'll scratch my head like, what? But then I'll be looking, like, all the other social media that I'm, like, posting, like, three weeks ago. So it's just, like, I'm selective on some of them because it's just, it's not even about attention. It's more or less about, like, me just getting out of my creative mode. Mostly really what it is. Like like that just paint on everything and just not nah. I'm getting back into that sewing bag where I can start sewing shit again, shoes. I'm 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 ready for it. Yeah, that custom that custom shit you be doing, bro. That shit has a lot of potential. Yeah, but I need to I need to work with the team so that they can they, they possibly know how to make it easier. A lot of it too is location. I mean, it's so easy to go viral with, you know, everybody's got exposure now with social media, but to be around other people that are creative. Like, you remember when we went out to Orlando? Yeah. And, like, you know, we make music, we freestyle, we're really talented. You know, people tell us that all the time. But, like, when we go down to Orlando and we go to these open mics, like, we're a dime a dozen, bro. Like, there's plenty of talent out there. Yeah, but it's not it's not it's not but the when same. You're, when you're around that, it's like steel sharpened steel, you know? Yeah. Like you, you come up around a bunch of dogs, you're gonna become more of a dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're that environment that that like we were talking about earlier, that it's almost like that adversity, that having to have that chip on your shoulder, knowing that you're not the best. But so if you wanna be the best, you're gonna have to work that much harder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like it's the same thing with any type of creativity, any type of creative art that you want to do. Like, if it's going to be fashion, being in a place where you can become friends with people who are models, people who are seen by people who can wear something that you made and have important people ask them, oh, wow, what is that? Dude, it's tough, it's tough though, bro. It's tough. The, The aspects of it are tough to give up the shit. That's the tough part. It's not the money. I wonder if, you, like, could you pay someone, someone who's, like, up-and-coming model, like, or up-and-coming social media influencer to wear one of your jackets and just be like, hey, like, I'll pay you, like, 700 bucks if you can wear this jacket in one of your videos for, like, five minutes. And then if someone asks you, hey, 
who made that jacket? What is that jacket? Just, you know, send them my, my, my hashtag, my handle, whatever. Yeah. I wonder if you could do that. I do, but it doesn't always work. There's a lot of people that are, they don't, they wonder how that person's got that. And usually they boast and brag about it being such a good deal, which is because at the time I don't, I don't really want to give it up. I don't really, like I made a jacket that was so far that when the dude said he wanted to buy it, I said, nah, you got to buy both of them and you got to buy that jacket. He said, I don't have that much money on me. He said, I said, Vemo, and I can go to you with you in the <laughs> bank in the morning. Like, what you need me to go to the bank with you in the morning? Like, you, you got to buy all three of them. He kept looking at the jackets. He's like, well, I just want this one. I'm like, that. you got to buy all, them, all three of them, bro. How much? Two fifty. So he's like, damn. And I'm like, bro, first of all, you're getting two jean jackets, a blue and a black one. And you're getting a coat that has sewn in embroidery that I hand sewn in on it. So you're really not going to be able to get this anywhere else. Just the hours. Like, yeah. how many hours did it take for you to make that? Even if it didn't take that many hours, maybe it was already, there, there may have already been stains on it or burn holes or whatever the case was on it that <laughs> I made. No, because it was, it was from the Goodwill thing and it was just. It was just fucked up. It was just, the jacket was in poor condition. I washed it. I'm about to like this. Yeah, you can go ahead. And I was just sewing and doing extra things and little little details that made it come alive. Every time there was a hole, I made it seem like it was a patch over it. Like, I, I used this, the sewing thread as a, you know, a kind of a patch. Just simple design, you know, crisscross design. And, like, I sold a $1,000 painting. The painting for me was trash, but I see what they seen it. I seen that they seen that there was angles and there was these these type of shapes inside of lines and darkness and colors that made it. I seen it, but it didn't make me want to feel any type of way. Because what, what's $1,000 to me selling 10 paintings for $200? I'm shortening the process by taking this $1,000 knowing that I might not never get this same thing again. When I could, yeah, sell, you know, five $200 paintings and then we, we, we reached the same pinnacle, but that $1,000 painting, that should change my perspective on art. And I don't let these little fuckers bully me, any of them. People who want commissions, people who want designs, logos, I tell them, you don't got the money, we don't work. Sorry. And I don't mean to be that asshole, but it's like I've been around people who don't do any of the work for free at all. Not even the, here's an idea. <laughs> Or this is what you should do. Or I don't even talk to you for free. So you can only imagine it. People aren't talking for free. And they're getting paid to get money. Just imagine the motherfuckers that actually take the money and help you get somewhere. Or don't help you get somewhere and just take the money. I mean, hey, more power to you. If, you, if you're demanding to be paid to speak and people are willing to pay you to speak, more power to you, man. You must There's have consultants. important shit to say. Consultant. It's just like, hey, you want to just consult about a business or I about mean, an idea? The president pays someone to write speeches for him. Yeah, but if he, if he, if he wrote it himself? I mean, it's just, I think it's just they don't have time. I think Barack Obama is one of the last, one of the only presidents who wrote most of his own speeches. I don't know how true that is, but I feel like I've heard that 
And I feel like that might be true. Well, you don't have time. Like you said, you don't really have all the time in the world to be doing all that stuff. So you got to imagine. You don't got the time. You're trying to live your life. You're trying to do better in the world. You're trying to, like, your own family. I tell people that it's hard to maintain the energy. And they're like, what energy? Like, what kind of energy are you talking about? The same energy that you wake up and you don't want to choke the fuck out of somebody. <laughs> and then they're like, some people will look at me and be like, why do you have to choose violence? It ain't about choosing violence. That's just the, that's just the route it is. Do I really want to <laughs> choke somebody? No. That's just how I feel. Or there's some days where I just feel like I go through work and I don't really say much. I don't know what's wrong with me. I just rather get the day over with. Once the day's I over, wish I with, could do that at work. <laughs> man, some days my I, whole job is talking to people. Yeah, we, we we work with customers that do the wildest shit. Oh my god, there's like sawdust on the top of the roof. The roof will be fucking vertical. It won't be a fucking. It won't be a. a a shingle I can climb. And they're like, can you get it? And I'm like, uh, you see that roof up there? It's like, yeah, sometimes customers can be so ignorant. Like, they forget, like, you're actually working. Like, you're you're doing your job. Yeah, that's... Actually, I want to ask, speaking of work, I want to ask you, I want to ask you something. Honestly. When you are with, like, a group of friends and you go out, it's like a nice restaurant, wherever guys order food and you know the person that's waiting on you is like polite you ask them for you they bring you your stuff whatever dinner goes by they bring you the check bills like 100 and 150 bucks are you tipping what are you are you tipping are you not tipping <coughs> 150 bucks i'm i'm typical oh. Honestly, and I'm not judging. Is it everybody paying for? Is it me paying for the table? What is the situation that makes? I'm, so what I'm saying is, say it's like you, and your girl and your girl's friend and her girl's friend's boyfriend. So it's like a double date. Sure, right? four of us. And you guys went to a restaurant, and the waitress was nice. She brought you everything you asked for. You had a good time, smiles, laughs, couple drinks, whatever. Bill comes. It's two hundred bucks. If it's two hundred bucks, you I'm not. And you and the other man are splitting the bill. How much are you gonna leave for a tip? If you, tip? I'm leaving one hundred and fifty. He gonna one hundred and fifty. Yeah, he gonna As have to. He gonna no. We're splitting it. He gonna have to handle his other portion. So if he puts in the hundred, and I leave the fifty dollar tip, then understandable. But I'm okay. definitely, well, I look at it different. I had a girlfriend that did exactly that. So this, there's three things that I didn't respect. I didn't respect garbage men just because the height, the, 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 the height behind it being a bad job when it's still a career, still a salary, still benefits, still things you come from. It's just the environment, circumstances. And uh, Okay, so you're saying that you would tip at least 50 bucks on the Well, I would, I would. I would I would tip fifty and I would insinuate to put twenty five more if this dude wouldn't put more. If he just came and was like, "Now nah, all I got is a hundred, I would put twenty five more on their part. So I would I would pretty I I don't know what to tip, but I look at it like this. I look at it if it's a two hundred dollar bill. So so generally twenty percent is like the standard in America. It's different. I don't know like I don't So what's twenty percent of two hundred? Twenty percent of two hundred I think is forty bucks. 
Well, me tipping 50 bucks is, is, is a good tip. But I would have put even more. For good service, though. Like, hey, listen, if your server sucked, they're rude, whatever. <clears throat> you, want me, you want me to tell you something funny? I got even a funny story. We go out, me and Melissa, her brother, her brother's friends, and this little nigga named Nico. I don't know who these niggas are, but her brother's not credible enough that I was dealing with him. I mean, his sister, you know, he's just off, nigga. Takes advantage. We go to the restaurant. I think it comes out to be 265. These niggas is like using cards, Snapchat cards, yo. And the person in me made me want to pay for it, but I had to look at the situation like, no. Because if I was in that younger situation, somebody would have made me pay for myself. Is a part of me growing up, me having my own money, me talking about it, you can pay your part. Right? <clears throat> Melissa tells her brother to pay. His other friend don't got money. He needs to send fifty. Mind you, it's like two it's like two two sixty two something. So they not really even got enough to cover the buck. Barely. They barely got enough to cover the buck. I don't want to pay all that. I do. Now I think about on top of it to like damn almost three hundred dollars. So like two is like two forty, two fifty. So it was almost like three three ten is what I, is all the cash I had. All the cash I had possible, plus the crumbs they came with without giving all these cards to the swipe 10 off, take this 15, take yeah. 18. Every swipe that you make is a transaction you're not getting any extra money for, my man. I'm not trying to make If there's a transaction, I'm trying to give you the most money off of the one go check, you know, make it easier for you. Hash House taught me a couple things. Hash House taught me that. When I would do a little serving there and shit, they taught me, like, niggas don't give a fuck. You want good service? You got to look at it like you want it back in return. You give good service, they're going to be usually decent people. And if they're not, it's not their job to be good people. It's your job. <laughs> exactly. So that that's why I brought this up, right? So it's something that's been bothering me for the last few days since my last shift that I worked this past Saturday. So I work at Tao. Tao is like a... It's like a place to be seen. It's like real trendy. It's kind of like fine dining, if you will. It's kind of fine dining cross with like a club atmosphere. It's modern, right? So we get high-end clientele in there. And we also get people who want to look like money and take Instagram pictures there. And in reality, they're not spending as much money as they want to make it look like they are. Whatever, right? Me, I know that it's my job to provide good service, and if they want to tip me, they'll tip me, whatever. So there's a rumor, stereotype, whatever you want to call it, in the restaurant industry, and some people are willing to talk about it, some people are not willing to talk about it. But it, frankly, it's that black people don't tip. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything about it or not, but that's a very common stereotype in the restaurant industry. <coughs> and... It makes it so not only do black people feel like they're not receiving good service because they're black, but they're also may not tip as much because they feel like they're not being given good service because they're black. And on the other side of that, the server's attitude when they get a table of black people are automatically have a preconceived notion that they're not going to get a good tip, so they're not going to give the best possible service to this table. 
Yeah. So it just creates like this cycle of underlying racism and animosity when in reality it should like like what why is that? Where does that come from? That we need to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Because like I hear it all the time in my job. It bothers me. I'm black, bro. Like that shit bothers me when I hear servers complain, Oh, I got a table full of black people. I'm not getting shit for a tip. Like, obviously, I can't challenge them in that moment. It's yeah. busy. We're in the restaurant. I can't bring that type of energy to work. It's going to lower everyone's morale. We're all just trying to make money. For sure. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, we need to have a conversation about that because I don't feel comfortable hearing that. I feel that that bothers me. Yeah, because then we, when when I feel like I'm walking around, you looking at me, you already stereotyped me on some shit that you think in your head is, is valuable because you get black people. You don't know their situation. You don't know what they're doing. It might even be somebody that might have the money that has to pay for everybody. He's not going to be throwing you extra bread like they all tipped in. Yeah, and like that you decided <clears throat> you signed up for this job. You knew when you got hired that you were going to get paid half minimum wage. Like minimum wage in Connecticut's what? Almost 12 bucks. Yeah. Like Servers like me, I get paid like six and some change an hour, bro. <coughs> I signed on to that job knowing that I was going to be paid $6 an hour, and I'm relying on trusting and believing that these customers are going to tip me for my service. Yeah. There's no guarantee. there. No one tells them, hey, you have to tip. There's no automatic gratuity. Like, you go in knowing that. So with that being said, if – you feel like black people aren't going to tip and you want to work in a place like Tao where it's like hip-hop culture, like, they embrace that. You know what I mean? Like, Drake just shouted out Tao in his, in his latest album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know this. So why are you complaining about getting black people? Just do your job. You're not always going to feel appreciated in life. You know what I'm saying? Like, just shut the fuck up and do your job. I don't know. I feel like, because, like, I don't know, it just creates, like, an atmosphere where nobody talks about it. It's like that elephant in the room. You know what I mean? Yeah, but as long as, as long as, see, this is the problem. This is why I, I, I literally spend less time doing things that outside affirmations could, could enter. Like, I don't, I would love to, like, go work a nice, you know, decent job where I could go do this and do that. But the problem is, the reality in it is I, I'm around people who don't appreciate or are not grateful. And I call them out, and then I usually have conflict, and I, I can't work there. I don't really get fired at jobs. That's the thing. I don't get fired at jobs. I usually quit. Yeah. That's it. I don't get fired at jobs. It's like once we have complications where we can't talk it out, you can't talk to them, then they don't talk to me. I ain't coming here no more. Sit. Fuck the money. That's what it usually comes down to be. Niggas start switching. You get little Zach up there. In a hash house, next thing you know, nigga telling me, yo, what, you got to sign the suspension. You went outside, smoked for 22 minutes. Nigga, it took eight, eight minutes to get back there, eight minutes to get get there. That's 16 minutes. So how much mo how much time did I really smoke out there? You feel me? Yeah. How much time did I really smoke out there? I had the cigarette in the hand with the lighter in the other hand, ready to go out there. Like, yeah. I mean, it boils down to, like, if you don't want to have a boss, if you don't want to deal with bullshit like that, then don't have a job. Yeah, but it's so set up that if you don't have a job that you have to do so many underlying things because you make so many, say you work 
uh, uh, have a business where you take credit card payments. Well, once it goes through a certain amount, you know, the, the tax and how much tax you got to pay back. And it's not like you can pay it back yearly or get it taken out. You got to pay that back at the at the end of the quarter, you know. Sometimes that should be rough, especially with the pandemic. You can't make any moves, and if you do make moves, they still want money. Meanwhile, they're giving away money. Yeah. Like, and in, 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 in return, they're going to make niggas pay for it on this tax return coming around. Niggas are going to be paying, and they're trying to give another stimulus. they're stimul- paying for it with inflation. Yeah. You know, when you're paying X amount more dollars for a loaf of bread and a gallon of milk and a carton of eggs. That was because we gave you more money now. And everyone was so happy to take it. Nothing free in life. It's always a give and take. Oh, I'm toasted. I don't even know if I got to finish this. That's great. We're about to end this podcast episode because I I, I need to uh, use the bathroom. <laughs> nah, it's 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 one of those things where you don't realize you're 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 holding it for this long because we've been doing this for an hour, hour and five minutes. There's a stand yeah. that it goes on. Yeah, you can tell it. Everything's like a it's an hour and six minutes. Oh, yeah. shit. you don't even realize it. And you're just ch- chilling and talking. But this is gonna be part one of episode four, five, whatever one it is. I think it's five. <laughs> No, it's definitely like five because. So wait, so is it? It's the CNC podcast. It's what called the, the <laughs> Creative and Cozy. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say, is this like, is this whole thing we've been recording? That's an episode. Yeah, it's one episode. Oh shit! Hour long episodes. Well, this is the thing you can get cut. That's why I said part one. Oh, okay. You can get cut. It can get cut or it can, the whole thing can get processed. They won't be fully listened to, but I can... See, this is the thing. This is the goal here. The goal is to have at least 20 before the structure really comes in. Because you start with the structure now, that's cool. There'll be no issues. I'll be conditioned for the structure. But when it's one person like me, I keep it pretty structured because I just... I know what I want to... You know what I mean? I know what I want to talk about, where is it going to lead, and who am I going to pertain it to, and what snippets do I want to get from it, you know? Specifically, so so it's like so we're it's like more like clips. Well, it depends. The clips will lead you to the full thing. Okay, it's so it's what see, like, it's clips of like highlights of the episode and be like, oh, I want to hear more about that, and then they'll click on that clip, and then it'll be the full episode, and they can listen to the whole thing. Like I can clip the part where you said, not everyone's gonna appreciate you. Get over it and do your fucking job. Yeah. Click that part out, and I can put it on a background or something. And that's why it's good to keep the visual because then when you say that shit, you can do edits and zoom ins. And but the thing is, the camera you got it. It needs maintenance. It, like halfway through this episode, you didn't need a battery change. It might have been able to go longer. I'm not sure. I I forget how long. But if it needed a battery change, that means somebody would have to get up and do it. And then it had to get the camera turned back on, zoomed back in, made sure it's locked in, and finished the podcast. Like, dog, it's it's a lot of work for one person. It's a lot of work. I'm cooked. And this has yeah. definitely uh, been very dope. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, we'll have to do it again sometime, man. Oh, yeah, we'll definitely come up part two, part three, whatever, or... 
Next time will probably be just on the visuals. It'll probably be more on the visual tip. Yeah, that'd be cool, man. Let's yeah. do it. And we can do it definitely shorter and more structured. Yeah. But you want to send them out with some vibes? You you could send them out with some vibes. Send them out with some vibes. Whoa, 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 whoa! The phone is close here. Whoa! <laughs> oh, damn, I did it again. No, we're, we're good. We're good now. We're yeah, no, nah, I fixed it. It's usually when the frequencies are together like that, it should be making wild noises. I need to get this 10-foot boom one where it's like a claw, and it just holds the mic over the bed or something. It would be like over right here, and I could just, I wouldn't have to deal with it being in front of me. But then the problem is the shit fall hit me in the head mid-recording or something. It costs a lot. We don't even have to put the vibes on. I got to use the bathroom. We could just end it right now. And in the track's time, if you ain't staying in rapping, what's in my soul is different. A mix of rock, Kim, Tupac, and mint condition. I can sing a hook. Jocelyn Mars and make a bang. This rap shit ain't nothing new. I ain't a stranger. And it's why not, Derek? Universe. Thank you for listening and tuning in. See you next time. We out. Peace.